GM friends, welcome to episode 14 of Rug Radio and NFTs Beyond the Floor with me, Ben the Greek, your host. Episode 14. That means 13 episodes in the bag, all sitting pretty on Spotify as a collection of podcasts. Uh, and about to go live as an Apple Music podcast also. Um, You can head over there now, follow the series, catch up on all of the previous episodes where we've started our comprehensive breakdown of Web3 progression, as told by the builders, the artists, and the founders with real intent. We delve deep into some of the most exciting projects in the space, and bring you a show that moves away from the review of the markets and the NFT gossip. Our focus remains on the importance of storytelling in the Web3 space and the power of the narrative to make a project unmissable. I open this series every Monday and Thursday at the same time, so 9am Pacific, apologies, 12 midday Eastern and 5pm here in the UK. Today on my panel, who do I have up today? Hello, Tom Youngs. How are you today, sir? Mate, I am amazing today. I'm actually out on the streets, the NFT streets of London, <laughs> um, with with my co-host sitting next to my co- co-host, NFT Spaceman. And um, yeah, uh, we're, we're actually going full circle tonight. So we spoke to Bright Minds on, is it Monday this week? And we are going to their event. Nice. That would be amazing. That would be amazing. And um, I, um, yeah, how, how, how's your week been? How's everything been going? Incredible, mate. Yeah, just um, it's been a busy week, but great to kind of get out, out of the, the office or the house. Uh, so, yeah, we've been out, out, out and uh, doing a bunch of meetings today. Uh, missing our partner in crime, NFT Zerk, though. Yeah, well, he's up. So let's find out where Hello. in the world he is today. Hello, Zerk. Hello, How mate. are you? Ugh. Go for dinner in Italy. Me and the girlfriend. It was like the biggest storm you've ever seen. A bit choppy uh, for a moment. We almost ran out of fuel and almost didn't make the spaces. But currently en route to the next pasta place to uh, tuck into this spaces whilst eating a nice bowl of gnocchi. Lovely so job. <laughs> Great to see you, man. Hello, Bex. How are you? Hello. All good, thank you. Yeah, very good, thanks. Sadly, not in London town, just on the outskirts. Okay. um, (laughs) How's your week been? Busy. Lots of speaking events this week. I don't know if anyone went to Zebu Live at the end of last week, but that was really good. A couple of other speaking events that are happening. So, yeah, it's been a a busy old one, I think, in the last week or so. Excellent. Great. Well, great to have you on again. NFT Spaceman, how are you, sir? Hey man, I'm great. Thanks. Uh, just glad to hear that Zerk has uh, refueled and is refueling more. That's always good to hear. <laughs> Very good. Nice to have you all up. On Monday, we met with Avi and Amicia, whose name I can remember now, from uh, Crypto Citizens and Bright Moments Gallery. And it's great that you guys are going along to that uh, that this that event this evening. Amazing. Um, I personally really enjoyed that show. Uh, I, I really liked the concept the guys were running, using tech and community and uh, building like to deliver in real life events 
via Web3. But, you know, we can all be really, really guilty, I guess, of kind of sitting behind our monitors, staring into our tablets or our phones and forgetting, actually, that we're connecting with people all over the world. And when there are opportunities to get together, like that's an incredible moment. And um, I really like the way that they're working to bridge Web3 and appreciating fine art with real life experiences as they were intended. I think it is very, very noble. Um, <clears throat> now, it's important to take a step back occasionally and look at what you're creating, apply some critical thought. Uh, and it's also important to acknowledge the work that has and continues to go into the output that you create and the things that you're generating. And this feels like it should be such a moment. Uh, Almost two months ago, we kicked off the first episode of NFTs Beyond the Floor with Doug from Toy Boogers and Mila from Robotos, Bueno and Humankind. And Mila was a real inspiration. I've listened back to that show several times since. Um, and our guest today is Mila's partner in crime and an artist and builder that I have huge respect for. So I am really, really looking forward to this episode, delving deep into all of his work, but particularly his newest project. So welcome, everybody. Um, Pablo Stanley. Hey, hello, hello, hello. Thank you so much, uh, Ben, and everyone here. It's, it's, uh, this is so cool. Thank you for having me. Thank uh, you for joining us, Pablo. How are you? I'm I'm good, and, and and just hearing your voice, man, just makes me feel better. It's Aww. it's so soothing, and you, I I don't know. Is it just the the English accent? Is is it English? Is that what I'm hearing, or is it? Specific? I am English. Yeah, yeah, that's right. You um, you, you sound you every word that comes out of your mouth uh, makes it sound more so distinguished. You know, so important, and and I want to hear more. So thank you for having me, and. And, and yeah, excited for this. Pablo, I'm very grateful for that, although we're all here to hear, hear more from you. Um, very, very quick admin before we get going. The format of these spaces is intended to be pretty open. Um, I have our panel of speakers. Clemente has just joined. Hello, Clemente. Good to see you, sir. Hey, good to see everyone in here. Thanks for being here, Pablo. Great stuff. Um, and, uh, and then obviously I have our guest. So welcome, Pablo. Uh, after about 45 minutes of chat and questions, we will look to potentially invite a number of people from the audience. They can give a view, ask a question, and then we close up. So before we get going, people, please take a moment to share this space with your own community. Hit that little arrow button at the top of the page. Tweet this out. I will give you all 20 seconds to do so. Um, and if you could also be so kind as to go down into that little purple button the bottom right hand corner and please drop a comment in the space all of this stuff works really well for the algorithm on twitter to get more people into our space to hear the wise words of pablo stanley um okay we're good to go so best place to start pablo why don't you introduce yourself your background but then also your web3 projects and let's finish up on humankind um, to the rest of the audience, I think lots of people will be uh, familiar with you, but let's really give people an overview of you and your work. Yes. So uh, for, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm a designer. I'm an illustrator. I'm a Mexican artist uh, and designer 
uh, I've been working on something called Bueno for the last uh, several months. Uh, I think I was started in January. Uh, and also um, the founder artist behind a collection called Robotos. Uh, it's an NFT uh, collection that we started last year, and it's been just like a, a like a, the best way for us to just like keep creating stories and keep connecting with the community, and also uh, like creating a new project that is called Humankind, uh, and and yeah, just like a, a an artist that, as far as I can remember, I've always been an artist, uh, but I. I have not said that I'm an artist uh, that as, as that far. And only until recently, I have, a, like, it has become part of my vocabulary to describe myself as an artist. Before that, I would always say, oh, I'm just a designer. Oh, I just, I just have a band. Oh, I, ju I just make some paintings. Oh, I just make some comics. Oh, yeah, I, I, I do murals and, and I do paintings, but I'm not an artist. I would always say that. And I don't know why the fear of saying that. Uh, well, I, I, I do know why, but uh, I think uh, only until now I can say, like, yeah, as far as I can remember, I have always been an artist amazing and and tell us how you kind of found yourself in the web3 space as an artist how has that how has that come to be uh just uh out of uh curiosity uh i think a lot of people in the space are here because of that because like a they started seeing like others sharing about like a this new tech this new thing all the cool people all the cool kids are using it so let's uh, let's find out more about that so i think uh it's it's it was a little bit about that uh and uh, and and yeah just like using like also like i'm sure that a lot of people like you put your skills in where something that interests you, you know, and, and you find your place there. For a lot of people, it might be that they get into something because like, hey, if if there's a community that is so broad and, and so accepting and so welcoming, you might find that your uh, skills like, oh, I'm a photographer, so or I'm a writer, or I'm just someone that really likes games. You might find your place there, but the things that you can contribute and for me it was yeah my my art and my doodles and my uh, little uh, uh, i don't know like uh, illustrations so it has it was that and and i started with uh, at least just like lurking into web3 communities and just like learning a little bit from the surface and then I got deep into it when uh, uh, when we created uh, Robotos as a collection of uh, of NFTs, and that's I was I suppose like I learned a lot by making by creating, and that was my way into getting into this. So, which I suppose also for a lot of people, that's how they learn. Like <laughs> they don't read; they just like they don't read the instructions on the IKEA instructions. They just like start putting things together and i think that's how i do a lot of stuff in life it's just like hey here's here's a medium blog post that will explain how to do this yeah no let me just try it let me just click all the buttons you know <laughs> until something comes out of this so i, I suppose like just by violent violently clicking everything something will come out of that and i think uh that's uh, that's that's my approach to a lot of things and nice. i think that was also web3 
I love it also now, though, that having gone through that experience of, uh, you know, tri- trial and error, it sounds like, um, you you now, like, you, you have this business, Bueno. And Bueno is not an NFT project as such, but it's like the facilitator for lots of other artists to come and join the space and uh, and be able to create a collection with confidence. Um, tell us a little bit about like that for you. Yeah, uh, Bueno is uh, was born out of uh, or experienced in the NFT space uh, after going through. Uh, just like the hurdles and all the different things that are difficult when creating art, when creating a community, when trying to do even just a drop or a smart contract, all the technical stuff, all the all that stuff, just like a like, uh, like a, trying to solve that stuff. Uh, even when I had like a, a very talented people surrounded me, like like Zach Tanner and, and Jason Donet and and everyone in the team, like it was still hard for us. And 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 for me as an artist who already knew and had done for years like design systems and illustration systems and telling stories like getting into the web tree space it was still hard for us you know and we have we found a lot of uh, uh things that we had to just like even create our own little tools or create our own little ways to solve different problems uh, so for that like hey we realized like hey that there's an opportunity here, you know, like a, uh, uh, I was sure that even with all the advantages that I had as an, as an artist, like I get into the space, uh, I, it was still hard for me. So like I could only imagine for other artists who uh, might not be, uh, not have those advantages that I had. Uh, so like we said, like, hey, let's, let's make it our mission to just make it, really easy for any artist, for any creator, any builder to get into uh, creating something for Web3 uh, in the easiest way. And, and, and let's try to make the tools that will uh, help them be successful. And, and so they can just like share their, they put their art in the blockchain and they can connect with their fans and do all the cool things that they focus on the things that they do the best, which is like a doodle or tell stories or write or just like push the pixels, you know, and let's let's build a tool so they don't have to worry about the other stuff that might be difficult for them. And and that's how Bueno was born. It was born out of uh, all the problems that we faced and 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 us saying like, hey, let's 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 build tools so others don't have those problems and don't uh, fall in those uh, different holes that we found <laughs> in our way. And, and so they don't make the mistakes that we made. Amazing. Uh, yeah. yeah. Great. And then, uh, so, yeah, Robotos was obviously your initial collection. And uh, and then you've got the Robo Pets as well. And you've got a beautiful community there, of which I will confess I am a member. And, uh, and it's a, an amazing collection Lots of great things. You've got Bueno, which is this amazing tool which helps other artists and people in the space to create smart contracts and generative art and and that whole piece, which is really, really, you know, fantastic. And then now you have Humankind coming up and and Humankind already feels like it's been on the scene for a while. I know largely through Twitter, it's been there for some time now. Uh, The Discord has been closed 
Um, I was fortunate enough to send you some pixels a few months back and you invited me into the, the Discord, of which I'm very grateful. But like, tell us a little bit more then about the process you've been through when creating this, the art, the vision, the structure. What is humankind all about? Yeah, and well, uh, humankind is um, largely an art project. Is uh, if you want to describe it, in, describe it in two words, Pablo. It's it's an art project, uh, and we, our goal is to uh, create relatable characters, epic stories, and that just like I don't know, help us reconnect with our inner kid, like <laughs> that little kid that we have inside. Uh, and, and just like help us like uh, uh, put a connection between that. And also just our mission is just like really to entertain and inspire people uh, in, at a global scale uh, through the power of art and kindness and unique storytelling uh, and while using Web3. Uh, and you, you say structure and well, it's uh, the structure of the team, how we're putting it, it's just like a, the, the humankind art uh, team and, and it's just like a like a, it's just like all the different uh, world that we're creating uh, with these uh, well-meaning monsters and friends who always find a way and there's just like I don't know <laughs> creatures with devious plans and lost souls in the forest of Tenoch and like uh, we're creating or or main heroes uh, Maya and Dallas who like and, and different adventures are investigating different mysteries in the in the thumbs thumbs of titans, you know, <laughs> and and yeah, so we're creating all of that in uh, the land of kinds and there and with or main characters that are just like a hey, we want to tell all the stories, and all that sounded a little bit crazy because it's just the different things we're creating, uh, <laughs> and all of this is just like a hey, it's it it started as me just like. Uh, doodling and, and creating these characters that started getting uh, form and, and, and it started with me just like almost like a it's so weird because like uh, I, I realized that I needed a creative outlet and you might say Pablo you, you're already were already doing creative stuff so isn't that already your creative outlet but uh, no I, I still needed a creative outlet out of uh, a lot of things that were happening in my life uh, and I just started doodling, you know, and creating these characters and finding a new style and developing. Well, I don't know if a new style, but more like I keep like developing a style that I already had this black and white uh, comic style with characters that like with really broad brush strokes and almost like I was saying, connecting to the inner child, just like and even on the style, I, I want to have like a little bit of nostalgia for like. And like even when uh, there's so much technology that I could be using, I decided to actually limit myself and the kind of uh, uh, things that I will be using to create these characters. Whereas like instead of using a lot of colors and a lot of uh, effects and stuff, I was like, hey, limit, uh, let's, let's see if I can limit myself and still create characters that feel inspiring, uh, that, that I want to, that people will like to know more about that, uh, about them in, in their world. Even when it's all black and white, even when it's uh, there's no shading, and the shading is just it's really just if you look closer and you zoom in, it's really just black and white dots. Uh, and even with that, can can you still Pablo create characters that feel 
like uh, 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 that there might be a connection uh, and that, that people want to create with them. So that was kind of the challenge, and that's what we've been doing, just developing now this world. And, and it seems like that people are liking it. And, and so that also pushes you as an artist, right? When Even when it's a creative outlet and you're just putting your stuff out there. And then if people like it, then it's like, oh, maybe there's something here, you know? So that's why for the last month we're moving towards uh, it's not just – Pablo making little doodles on the side anymore. It's really hey, no. Let's let's make this for real, and and let's uh, let's see what our mission is, what do we want to do, and let's bring other people to this. And now, with uh, I'm just collaborating with other artists and with animators, uh, and and you can see some of some of our Twitter feed recently. You can you will see that now uh, we're really constant on. We're changing some of the ideas of what we're doing and and really just like some of the experiments that we're doing uh, and uh, like developing the characters, developing their stories and the world and also just like making experiments on how they move and how they breathe and how they interact with each other and 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 why? Because this is important so they can, uh, when they move and when they talk and when they go in their adventures, they, they, feel, they feel good, you know, and they feel like a... Uh, uh, they they create that connection that we all crave with people. Amazing, Tom. You've got a question. Thanks for being so patient. <laughs> no, not at all. I mean, it's actually quite funny because uh, Pablo has kindly kind of answered one one of my questions that I was going to have. So I've got a couple of questions, and it really is around the black and white thing. Um, so first up, uh, it's actually diving a bit more into the challenges around creating kind of creating black and white um, kind of um, art where. You know, you've obviously got less uh, less tools at your disposal to create a story and create some sort of a narrative. What are the actual challenges and how have you thought about overcoming them when it comes to that? Um, and second question is, are there, is there ever going to get colour? Are we going to see colour at some point, potentially? <laughs> I know you get asked it's, that all the time, but yeah, you don't have to answer it. It, it's so weird that uh, that we keep getting that question uh, about the color, and I suppose like people want color too, right? And it's uh, uh, the, the the short answer is no. Um, uh, it maybe it's something that we'll explore later, but for now we're just focusing on this because like uh, a it's almost like it, it will be a distraction if we started like going into color more when it has been, the style has been uh, cemented and it's like, Hey, we like this. Uh, let's move and let's put our efforts into something else. And uh, which is, which I believe for us right now is, is, is more important, which is like the stories and, and the challenges that you're talking about this uh, is, yeah. Like uh, uh, I, I want to think that, it's not just the colors and it's not just even the shapes of the characters and stuff like those are cool. And, but like, if we have seen something over history, it's just like a, the style is one thing, but it's really about what it means to people, you know? Um, and, and maybe, uh, I, I, and I say, uh, we've seen many examples because you can go back to cartoons that are really poorly drawn. You know, you could, See, for example, South Park. Like the first like seasons of South Park, they look like poop. <laughs> they didn't look great, you know. But it wasn't 
about that. It, 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 I mean, the even that was part of the message, right? Whereas, like, a, a, it's not really about the fancy animation. It's not the fancy effects. It's really about these characters and these stories. And and I think it's that's because people don't really want what you make, like the physical thing or like the actual thing. They they want what it will do for them. You know, they 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 they're looking for what it will make them feel. Uh, and if you can bring uh, belonging and connection and, and peace of mind and, and status or or one of these desired emotions to people, uh, you have done something really good, you know, and and I believe that you can do this. With any medium, you you don't need all the colors in the world to do this. You don't need all the fancy effects to do this. Um, so that's that's where we're focusing on. And I mean, I, 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 potentially you heard uh, the saying, "Hey, people don't want to buy a drill; they want a hole." And <laughs> oh my god, uh, Google. Google started talking. I don't know why. <laughs> I think uh, <laughs> something about the hole, and people were like, "Yeah, do you want a drill? <laughs> let me let me get you a drill." Uh, but yeah, let, let me. Sorry, <laughs> I, I don't know if you heard like uh, Google in the in the background. We anyway. didn't actually. You're good. You're good. <laughs> but uh, but yeah, like uh, people don't like you heard that. Whereas like I don't want to buy, to buy a drill. They want the hole, you know, and that means that. That, that a drill is only a tool and a feature. And and that's kind of like the doodles and and are just a feature, you know, are just a, 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 like a way, a tool to actually get into what is important, what people really want, which is, in this case, what the whole, what it makes, you know. And it's not even just the whole is, uh, that people need, it's, it's really what it allows them to have right because like hey you make the hole not because like oh yeah let's make holes in the wall it's because maybe you want to hang uh, a poster or, or or a painting or maybe it's like for example which i just did a couple of holes on our table here in our office like a giant holes and this is just to put all the cables inside right and and so like it wasn't the drill like i i actually like i someone came with the drill made the holes i was paying that person to make a hole in in my in my desk which is so weird because like i was like dude i'm paying you to to make a hole in my desk i'm paying you for emptiness it was so weird it was just like uh, we got a little bit philosophical there but the idea is just like it wasn't even the hole right it was about the feeling that i was buying it was the feeling of uh, of calm because like now my desk and the workspace here is a little bit more uncluttered. So it was a, a, a little bit of uh, peace of mind. And also I made a hole in the wall because of uh, A, like a, now we have this painting that it looks amazing there. So it, and it was also just like, hey, so people come and, and, and get that warm and fussy feeling when they see this painting hanging from the wall that is gigantic. Uh, so it wasn't the hole anymore. It was that feeling again. And so, like, when people ask me about, like, hey, the doodles, are they going to have this? It's like, yeah, maybe. And, and I don't know. Like, it's that's not as important. What is really important for us is the feeling 
that we're going, the emotions that we're going to get to people. That's where, where our real focus is and on the stories and the connections and the experiences that we can provide with these black and white doodles, you know, because the black and white is, is, is just a medium. I love that. Uh, Clemente, you have a question, buddy. Yeah, real, really quickly, uh, Pablo. I, one of the things I'm curious about is I know you mentioned you, you're starting to work with, with some people and you start bringing some people on um, into humankind to start building this storyline out a little bit with you. Um, and that kind of goes in line, I think, three weeks ago when, when you guys hosted a space and you were talking about this vision and this journey that you wanted to bring people on with you. One of the things I'm curious about is if, if you can share, like what's, I guess if, if I am an animator, if I am a designer, which, which I'm not, <laughs> Um, what is what is a value proposition for for someone um, like what what is the incentive for them to join this journey with you um, is it a longer term like hey if we turn this into a collection you get to be in the forefront of it um, is there some sort of competition or is it more of like hey just do you want to participate in this experimental process with with us and if it does turn into something um, that will also turn into something for you yeah and uh, uh yeah so like we actually you can go to or if you are looking for a position in our team we have uh, many careers that are available in our uh, website uh and some of those like you're saying uh, uh like a, uh, for animators and artists we're looking for people to join our team and like and that's just on our team right on our team because like a the humankind studios and the humankind fund uh, but also, like, on the community, as part of the community, what is your role, right? And and uh, for us, it's really important to not just be, like, a, the, the studios uh, creating something and then just, like, having passive fans on the other side. For us, it's really important to have that interaction where, like, a communities and, uh, and, and, and us like we can work together to keep creating these characters. So like a, for someone who will be joining our team or who will be joining uh, our, our community, uh, there are different, I suppose, incentives. And <laughs> one incentive for joining our team is just like a, you will be, uh, for, for those who, who want to be part of something big, like, hey, this could be an opportunity, right? And we... We see this as a like a almost like an impossible mission, you know. So be part of that team that is trying to make uh, solve that impossible mission. And I, uh, I, I maybe I'm biased, but I, I feel like I work with like a really inspiring team who believes in the power of imagination and 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 collaborating and 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 just like the the power of storytelling. And I think that. For us, it's also important, at least in the beginning, to to stay as a small team that is working with a big community, and it's a small team that is just like a like uh, uh, on a, on this quest to really inspire people and and create uh, something together. Um, now, like I don't know, like uh, something that is like not only in humankind, but on, on Bueno too. We're looking for people through on Bueno, so like. Uh, a lot of the things that uh, how we work is we we want to think that we're a little bit different uh, from from others and we have a culture where like a it's it's pretty flat and we we try to work uh, 
as a marketplace. I don't know if that makes sense, but it's uh, instead of an org chart, you, you will see these org charts whenever you see, uh, I don't know, like a big company or something. And then you see like, oh, this is my boss. And then my boss has another boss. And then that boss, like uh, we try to keep that really flat. And there's, there's definitely hierarchies that happen, but th those happen organically. And those happen organically because of a project, because of uh, uh, something that happens where like people lead specific things, you know, and they become the leaders of a specific project because it was their idea or because they are just the, in the, the, the right people to make that happen, you know. So for us, it's like working as a marketplace instead of an org chart, org chart like means that there's no central command, you know, and, and we're almost like cells in a living system and everybody can contribute to uh, to this organism, like to stay alive, I guess, uh, and and I don't know, like uh, it's it, we like working that way. Where it's like it, it, it feels like uh, in Bueno we don't have managers. There's like we try to just like keep it that way as long as possible. And it's like I don't know if later uh, or shareholders are going to be like we need managers and we need BPs and all that stuff. It's like okay. But really, like, uh, uh, sometimes those titles, like, really hide the complexity of the roles we carry. Uh, because uh, uh, you can be the community manager. But really, when you're the community manager, you're doing so many things. You're doing podcasts, and you're doing writing, and you're writing blog posts, and you're doing social media, and you're talking with strategy, and you're talking with product. And it's like... you. I don't know, like it's almost like that title doesn't really uh, tell the story of what you're doing. And and I feel that uh, it's, it's good to have a culture where people can just find those places that interest them. Uh, and that is, they're not just uh, defined by a, a, a simple uh, title. Uh, there's some people that do prefer that. I, I, I will say that some people that prefer being told what to do. And, and it's just like, hey, it's just like, or at least for us, like, that's not how we work. We, we usually try to like, no, you define what you do. I mean, I, I will tell you what we're trying to all do as a team, you know, and as a, as a company, this is our mission, but like, hey, try to find your place there. And if you can't, then like, no, you, you don't belong in this team because we're, there's no one going to tell you what to do. So if there's anyone who feels like that drive where it's like a they can they understand that uh, the the huge responsibility that freedom has where it's like a like really in our company it's like hey what do you want to do that's that's our first question to people what do you want to do and it's not and and, and your wants uh usually align with the needs of the company too uh, and because like, Hey, it, when you want to, like, hey, I want to become a better designer and I want to, uh, learn podcasting and I want to learn all the technical aspects of that because I've always been wanting to do a podcast and it's like, dude, that's awesome. Do a podcast and, or do a Twitter space, whatever that is. Like, what do you need? And well, I need a microphone or I need this. That's awesome. Do it. And you know what? like use the company as an opportunity to do, do you learning to do podcasting 
and doing that. And that's going to benefit the company at the end. And that's just like, hey, try to make it, if you want to make it sound important, make a KPI about it, you know, and, and make some goals around it. Uh, but uh, uh, sorry, sorry about that. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no problem, man. And it's a great answer. Great question, Clemente. Uh, Spaceman, you seem to have your hand up, sir. How can I help? <laughs> hey, man. Um, look, shout hey. out to uh, Pablo, who um, I've got to say is able to talk, I would imagine, for at least the whole 60 minutes on his phone about the creativity, the community, his passion for the project in the space, it just like absolutely floods out from every, uh, every pore. So, um, yeah, thank, thanks. Thanks for that, Pablo. My question um, is, you know, looking at the human find art, looking at the uh, robotos, uh, you know, in the audience, um, I guess, you know, as a creator, it always comes down to are you looking to expand the community and get completely different people or sort of reward, stroke, um, you know, engage further with your current community? So I'm super keen on, you know, how you feel about that. Is, is, is humankind an extension of Robotos? Is it a completely different project? How do you see it? Yeah, I mean, uh, we're doing the strategies to welcome different people into our Discord. Like I was saying before, like seriously, <laughs> there's a lot of people want to, like, hey, can, can I get into your Discord and stuff? And it's like, dude, like I created a Discord and I, I actually believe that it was a, a mistake to even create a Discord because I, I was a little bit, uh, when I started, I was naive and I was like, oh, I'll just create a Discord that people who like these doodles, maybe they'll they'll join, you know, and, and we can talk about these doodles and, and just like as another way to just put my creative outlet thing with people. But then I realized that this, I, I, I was naive again because like I, because of all the speculation that this could, that could come out of this, right? It were, it started as a creative thing and just like an, a little art project that I had. So a lot of people were like, oh, so this is, is this an NFT? One mint? What, what is happening? And it's like, oh, no, there's no plans for that. And there's still, like, uh, we're still working on that. And, and, like, there's really no plans for doing that yet. Uh, we're still, like, a, just working on the community, uh, working on the characters more than anything, on the storytelling. And then now we're going to start opening our community. And we'll welcome, yes, all the fans of, like, our previous work. We want them to come just like hey, if you're a holder of uh, even mariana's work we want you to come over here you know because like you have shown that uh, uh that you appreciate what we do uh so like hey also if you have a robot or a roboto uh yeah like uh, you've shown that you're you're a fan of our work and, and 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 what we're doing so we want to welcome those people to to our community uh we're just like a, a developing a plan because like also we don't want people to come to our discord and realize that <laughs> that there's really nothing happening yet that we're just like a hey, doing all of this stuff i mean there is a lot happening but just like with a really small team you know not, not a small team a small community and we're just like active there and we actively try to just like by design try to keep it chill where it's like hey you don't we, we're not here to just like a uh uh make you work we're just here to chill uh so so yeah, the short answer is yeah. If 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 you're a, 
a collector of uh, our previous work, we want to welcome you. We're just working on the ideas of how to make this happen and, and in a way that it feels meaningful. Thanks, Pablo. That's great. Um, Zerk, I'll come to you in a moment. Um, I just, I, I really want to bring it back for a moment to storytelling. Like the, the premise behind this show is that I wanted to invite builders, artists, people from the Web3 space to come up and talk about uh, what they think um, about storytelling. And, and the reason I say it like that is because for me, narrative storytelling is the the key thing in a project that i think will allow it to like transcend the space long term if we're talking about brand building it's about the story that you're able to tell so like pablo kind of even away from web3 if you like what does storytelling mean to you personally yeah i think uh Let's let's talk about like uh, what are the stories that that are successful, right? And, and how can they be successful? Uh, and I suppose it's because they are the they are the ones that can capture your imagination, you know. And they they feel they feel real, you know. They feel authentic uh, because uh, I don't know. People are good at just like realizing when something is BS, you know, and that is just a, when, when, I don't know, like I, I can see projects that like storytelling was more of an afterthought, you know, and, and the stories, it was more like, a, they just put some dogs barking in, in a yacht and, and now you have a collection. And it's like, oh, suddenly, like, oh, shit, like, let's make a story out of this, I guess. Uh, and people can understand when it's, there's really not a real story. Um, so I, I think uh, 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 stories have to be feel real and they have to uh, capture the imagination of people and have uh, to make a connection with them. And, yeah, I, I, I don't know. <laughs> I, I, what was the question again? <laughs> what does storytelling mean to you? Hello, Pablo. Can you hear me all right? Yeah, sorry. Uh, no worries. It, it, it's just like a, a storytelling is the way to just connect with people. And uh, stories, we all want stories. We all need stories, you know? And like, throughout history we have all wanted to create stories to just like a connect with others and 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 keep uh us uh and thinking the same right or like money is a story or government system is a story that we tell ourselves and we believe this is stories and then we create a, a system around them and then we create a community around them we create a laws around them we create a ethical morals around them and we say like hey and these stories can be uh, sometimes uh, government stories this can be stories that come from a religion and we all believe them uh, and then suddenly we live, you know, we connect with others and we feel like we belong. So it's, it, but now applying this thinking to like a product, to like, uh, to something that we want to sell, let's say, uh, and that we want to produce when you 
make something. Uh, you want to tell stories because uh, uh, story, stories like resonate with people and will make your product hold over time, you know? Uh, and those stories are not just like a, you just put a, a, here's some lore and you just put it on a website and that's it, you know? Like really stories become true like every time with every interaction that you have with people. Uh, and how you create your product, how you present yourself, how you talk to people, how like people in your team, how they do support and how do they do uh, a, a service, you know, how do they present themselves when we make connections? Because I, I think that like people, we humans are, are lonely, you know, we, we, we come into this world and and we re soon realize that we're just by ourselves, you know, <laughs> and, and and we want to be seen and we want to be part of something. And 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 it's a sometimes the stories make us feel part of something and make it can make it fun, can make it feel like it has some meaning, you know, and the stories allow us to do that. Uh, so I, I I don't know. That's that's why. When people say, like, why is the storytelling important? Why is uh, it, it became suddenly an NFT's, like, a kind of a catchphrase now. Uh, but, like, storytelling has been important for a long time and in product development, for example, like something that I've been working for a long time. And because uh, when you create a product, uh, when you create a, 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 an experience through a product, you are engaging with people. Every step of a flow, when someone signs up for your product, you know, when when they tell you their email and they create a password, when when they are creating their cart and when they're just like putting stuff in their in their cart because they're going to chop something or when they're going to buy something, all of that stuff is really part of a story that you're telling. And every step counts. People are doing stuff. They're doing. They're they're there. And it, like if if something happens, if there's an error, if there's a success, like uh, when they they purchase something, what happens after that? Like hey, like you you want to know if you're going to get your stuff right. So like those messages like are part of uh, how you present your product and your brand, and you want to be consistent throughout all that. So storytelling is not just really a hey, creating characters and here's some background and in the land of this, uh, this happened. Like that's, I mean, that's one kind of storytelling, but really storytelling becomes real once you start applying it on everything you do. Everything you do in your product, in your service, in your Discord, in your Twitter, in your comments, in your messages, everything you do has Tell that story of how you are, how your community is, what it feels, what it believes in. And why? Because then people can connect with that. They can say like, hey, I, 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 that, that feels like something that I, that connects with me. I, I do believe in kindness and I do believe in the power of storytelling and I do believe in, in the power of creativity and that we can all like do something together. Like if you are consistent telling that story, not just like on a website, but really on all your interactions, then that like people understand that they're part of something else. So uh, I don't know, like I, what I'm trying to say, storytelling is not just creating 
characters and, and creating a, a world. It's really about everything you do. I love it. Very, very comprehensive, Pablo. That's exactly what I expected. And uh, I couldn't agree more. Thank you so much. Um, Zerk, did you still have a question, buddy? Uh, yeah, I did, mate. I did. So uh, firstly, Pablo, love everything you're doing, mate. Super high class, as always, and uh, super impressive. I can't wait to see what you do with the uh, the Humankind Project. Um, myself, I actually came into this space just for the art originally. And I was like, oh, shit, I can collect art online. And it's kind of this cool thing now. And then the fact that you could then get utility attached to these NFTs kind of blew my mind. I was like, oh, that's, that's also cool. How, as an artist yourself, like, has it been stressful kind of seeing how the space reacts to NFT products currently? Because, you know, you can create all these amazing stories and you can create these amazing brands. But ultimately, if it doesn't 4x in price after mint date, no one really cares. And it's like kind of this huge, like, negative space right now that I can see. You know, what's your take on that? How does that make you feel as an artist? And where do you think the space is going to go? Yeah, I... I don't know. Yeah, it's uh, it's hard, you know. As an artist, like it was, as a creator, it it can be hard to just like a, see all those negative messages, and not just for yourself. It's just like the whole team, you know. It's, it, that stuff doesn't only affect artists; it affects everyone. Uh, like negativity, just like and, and and toxic behavior can affect anyone, and it's not just artists. Uh, we there's there's a myth that we're more, a little more sensitive, but we are all capable of sensing those things and feeling bad about stuff. Uh, but uh, now, I suppose like a like as an artist that you care about the art and about the storytelling and all that stuff. I I don't know, like at, at this point, I try to focus on the positive and I try to focus on the people who are still still here, who are still in, in this space and, and are still like connecting and are still on the community and are still saying GM every morning. And uh, you, you realize that there was kind of a, I don't know, like it, it's almost like a, somebody pressed the button and said, like, let's clean up this, uh, I don't know, let's clean up everything, you know? And then suddenly you you got the people who were not there for the right reasons, uh, well, they went away, you know? And then the people who stayed are the ones who really care about uh, the things that you joined the community in the beginning. Uh, and this is because you wanted to connect with others. You wanted to create your art. And those are still here and they and, and so i try to focus on on those people because they 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 want to support you through this journey and they want to build with you and they want to learn and and grow uh, while we are just like figuring out what we're doing here right uh so yeah i don't know i try to stay positive and just focus on the on, on the good stuff uh i know that it it, it can be hard at times and it has taken the toll. I will be honest on, on my, on myself, a lot of things. And it's not just a lot of different things that have happened on, on, on this space have really, uh, put like a, like a, put me through a, a rough spot, but I been able to personally, I've been just fortunate to have really amazing people surrounding me and, that uh, have supported me throughout this process and have been not just 
not just only on my team, the community too. They yeah. being just like, hey, doesn't we're we're all good. We're here. We're here for the lulls. We're here for the stories. We're here for the GMs, and we're here for the art. And, and, <laughs> the GMs. Yeah, and so like, hey, I I've been lucky to to be able to have uh, the the remaining the people who are still there and who have been supportive. And you see around, and you see people who want to grow and who want to learn and want to do crazy stuff with this thing, you know. And like, what can we do? I see fathers who like use these communities, uh, uh, fathers and mothers who use these communities as their way to just like connect with others. Uh, a, they, they, they have their friends here, you know, and, and friendship is, is not something that is defined by the floor price. It's not something that is defined by uh, just like a, how the market is doing. Uh, friendship is, is, is based on other values. And those people are still there because they're, and they're not going anywhere. They're and, they're going to remain there because they they want to belong to something and they feel like they're creating something unique and 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 I would tell them it's not unique you're just doing human nature we, we all want to like a be together and and not feel as lonely so like I focus on those people and and it's been great for that good on thanks Pablo yeah great 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 well great questions uh really really good, All good. Man. thank you no, i think just jumping um, in ben sorry i think everyone is yeah. begging for a good storyline in this space and uh pablo i'm sure we'll see you running up against doodles sometime soon because uh they need a run for their money and it sounds like you've got the goods i agree man i totally agree um pablo let's um let's put people out of their misery and give people a little bit more about like the next steps so, you know, what are your intentions for Humankind as a project in terms of like the Discord? I know the website is out there. And those of you who haven't been to the website yet, I would implore you to do so because it is beautiful. Um, and there's lots of cool stuff on there. Um, and then like, you know, when Mint, and I hate saying that, but, you know, what, what <laughs> what's the plan? What's coming up? Yeah, so uh, our next steps, uh, we're looking carefully uh uh, we we have a if you go to our website, there's a little button that allows you to just like a join or wait list. So we have been carefully looking at all the applications to join our Discord, and uh, we for those who applied, we will be reaching out uh, soon soonish. Uh, there I, 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 there have it's it's kind of a, a lot of work as there have been around. Hold on, can I say the number? For sure. Okay. <laughs> uh, just like I'm, I'm, I'm asking around here. Uh, it's, it's like around 50K people who have uh, joined the wait list. So we're just like looking through all of that and, and just like to see, like, a, like let people in, you know, um, because we, we still want to keep that feeling of like a, like it feels so small and you feel like you're really connected and it feels meaningful when you join and it's not just like noise. But uh, we're, we're, we're getting into that and there's, I suppose the million dollar question is just like a, when mint and all, all that stuff, there's really no plans of minting uh, yet. Uh, and like, it's, it's just like we haven't shared anything about a collection and we're working on the foundations of our IP studio. That's really what we're doing. And 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 I, I really encourage you to visit everyone on our website. You, you'll find just like all the information related to the project. 
and, and yeah, just join the waitlist. We're we're working on that, and we're working also on talking directly to uh, different people. Uh, just like a, we want to understand where they're coming from. We want to, we're here to learn, you know, first uh, before we do any moves on anything. But uh, something that we're doing, and 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 it's uh, uh, next month. Uh, we're doing something with Nifty Gateway, and we're just like uh, going to put a piece uh, in Nifty Gateway. They, they reached out to us, and they've been great. So we're doing something with them, just like a, a, a piece. And, 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 and hopefully that piece uh, tells a little bit more about the story of what we're creating. Uh, and, and yeah, it's just like a, uh, just putting it out there for any collectors, anyone who, who wants to get that. So that's, I suppose, like our first step into into that stuff and and also we're just doing collaborations with other people that's pretty much what we're trying to do and also we're doing something with time uh, uh i think uh or nfts if we have done any have been just like for a couple of collections for ukraine uh and one for time and one for like different artists collaborated and this was for efforts for like, helping people in ukraine uh and now there's going to be another one for time and I don't know if I'm sharing too much there, but yeah, one more time and one nifty gateway. Uh, and then I'm like, hey, but one minute, Pablo. Hey, we're, we're just like, there's no uh, uh, information or anything about a collection yet or anything. We're just working on, on our studio and our team and our IP. Excellent. And your facial hair too. I've seen you've been doing a lot of work on In that. My facial hair, yes. I got a mustache <laughs> recently. Uh, well, I already had the mustache. It's more like I... Remove the beard. The beard, and now there's only a mustache. It's, it's uh, yeah, and I actually clean it up a little bit more because I was looking at, uh, I wanted to have it like Magnum PI, you know, and, and I, I, I researched, and apparently the name of that type of mustache is called the Chevron. Uh, so I went with a professional to give me the Chevron look, and I, I don't think I have that. I, I feel like it's too thin, but uh, anyway. Uh, yeah, I mean, very, very dapper. It looks a little bit like uh, Melissa Mimosa's uh, Roboto, which I can see there in the uh, in the audience. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, exactly. The the, the disco stash. Uh, <laughs> that's what I call it. <laughs> um, but but yeah, it's a uh, it's it, it it was just like one night. Ah, I'm just gonna remove my beard, and that's because I think someone told me. I think uh, in a recent recently in a Zoom call. Because I, I did post a, 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 a fake photo of a filter. It was like, hey, going, like removing all the hair in my head. And somebody told me, Pablo, you should never do this. And I was like, uh, now I want to do it. <laughs> so, so, yeah, that night I just like removed my beard. I love it. Um, I have so many questions for you. And I could listen to you talk all evening. But I do like to wrap these up around the hour mark so i just think what would be cool is if maybe we invite like a couple of members of the audience who maybe have a question to come up um i'll do two so uh fingers on buzzers everybody if you get first up then you're uh, then you can ask a question there we are right i've got two <laughs> that was quick so i'm gonna go with synchro first of all synchro join us and uh let's hear your question Hey, Synchro, how are you doing? You're connecting. Hey, Synchro, how are hey, you? Hey, hi, Ben. Hi, Pablo. I'm doing good. 
Excellent. Do you have a question for Pablo? Yes, I do. Um, so Pablo mentioned how um, storytelling is like the center of humankind, right? So um, my question is like, how can you ensure that your characters um, will become relatable, um, that the community will, uh, <clears throat> sorry, will connect with uh, the characters and the story behind them? And I guess the next part is what kind of process goes into creating their backstory and characteristics to um, try to make them relatable to the community. Yeah, so uh, I suppose like uh, when creating any characters, you you want to create a character that... Uh, that is not all powerful and all good, you know. There has to be some stuff that they're. Uh, you want to build their strengths, but also their weaknesses, you know, and the things that they're working on. And you want to, you want your characters to have uh, challenges and and something that makes them uh, uh, wake up in in every morning and go out there and, and know that there's a struggle that they have inside, you know, and you want them also to fail. Uh, your, your character should sometimes like, like they go down and sometimes they go after the monster or they go in an adventure and then they fail miserably. And that's, you, you have to let your characters do that. Uh, they have to go through those struggles uh, why? Because it's that makes them more relatable, you know. Because we like a defeat is just part of life, and and also uh, that will make whenever they actually win, that will make them make it more powerful, right? Because they they first went through different uh, struggles until they get into for their eventual victory, and also you want to. I suppose, yeah, like any other uh, person, you want to give them things that they believe in and their values, you know, and their goals. Uh, and, and and the things that even when they're faced with a challenge, you want to make a decision that is true to those things that they believe. And and you might not... Uh, you might not be, a, a, as a reader or as a consumer of this... Uh, uh, of these stories, uh, you might not agree with what they're deciding, but you uh, you understand them, right? Because it ha their values have been clear and they're being just true to those things. So you you want them to to do that, but also you want them to grow and learn, and that can be from the different things that they go in their journey. You know that they're like the failures that they get, the, uh, the victories that they get, the, the, I don't know, the different stuff that happens, the different people that they meet. Uh, and you want them to grow uh, and see an arc in that because maybe they, in the beginning, they would have not been willing to go on an adventure, but at the end, they they blew up the, the Death Star. You know, <laughs> they they were they didn't really believe in that they had the force, and then they realized that they did. You know, uh, so they may have thought that they were just a farmer, 
but they always had those dreams of going out there. Sorry, now I'm just using references from Star Wars. Oh, I'm a real <laughs> Star Wars fan, Pablo. So you got me going now. But no, thank you. And Synchro, thank you for a lovely question. That was really, uh, really interesting. Thanks ever so much. Um, yeah. I've also got Pixlosopher, who I'm going to invite up to. <laughs> I love well. when they pick Lossifer. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, here we go. Hey, what's up? Can you hear me? Thanks for answering, Pablo, by the way. Thanks. Oh, yes, of course. Yeah, I, I, I think I didn't get to the second part of your question, but uh, maybe on a DM or something. Great. Pick Lucifer, go for it. Yeah, hey, what's up? Hola, Pablo. Uh, yeah, I'm just very inspired by like everything you're doing right now, but I just wanted to thank you as a small team of creators from Guadalajara. You're making our life so much easier, man, with Bueno NFT. It's just an amazing tool, and it's really, really, really wonderful to be able to use it in many ways and forms. And, and I just, I just want to say... This is one of the best things for us because we are saving a lot of time and also resources. And also, I just wanted to ask a question about humankind. Are you seeing this more of like an art movement? Because it feels like that, man. It feels like you're trying to just gather around and just have a community that would support like a whole creation and just jump in and have like different kinds of uh, storytelling and stuff and and I mean I, I'm just in love with Anka I've done like many many takes on on that character and and I just yeah I'm just wondering about that and thanks thank you man thank you just uh, uh, shout out to Guadalajara I was there recently and I I, I love it I, I I've been there for like three times and uh, yeah and uh, I need to uh, uh, the food over there is amazing too. And um, anyway, uh, I'm so it makes me so happy, man, just to hear that uh, or tools that Bueno is, has me helping you, and and that's that's exactly why we built it for. And I don't know, like uh, that really makes me feel warm and fuzzy inside. And and I know that the team uh, does too. Uh, and to your question, yeah, like uh, for us, it's like a, we see the community as as part of the team, you know, <laughs> as uh, it's, it, we have our core team, the ones that were just like, hey, doing all the things, you know, but at the end for us, it's really important to, uh, to bring what the community, uh, the ideas that they have uh, to make them part of what we are doing too. And we have seen a lot of that. Like you mentioned Anka, for example, and Anka, like that was something that, that was a character that was created while I was doing a live stream. Uh, and I was doing a live stream, and I was just like, a, uh, like thinking about like the different things of this character, and just like developing like live with other people. And other people were just like commenting on like, a, what should be the name of the character and stuff. And and somebody suggested uh, Anka, and I and I really like, I don't know. And people like, it seemed like they liked it too. So I was like, oh, dude, like they just yeah, let's call her Anka. And, and and we're doing a lot of that stuff. Like we're seeing also in our Discord, just like uh, uh, different people, just like sharing fun art or just like a different characters doing different things. And that, that is like, and we have actually posted some some of that stuff where it's like a uh, like uh, for example, Skipper Lee, like recently, like who's someone in our community, uh, like he constantly shares like drawings of Skipper, another character. 
and and I suppose it's because the skipper, he's he's his name is a skipper too. Uh, but they're so good, man. They just like they just like put skipper in different situations and i was like oh yeah i love that skippers doing that there was one that i was like oh i don't know if skipper should have a gun for example and it looked like a hand solo gun and i was like oh dude like i feel a little bit uncomfortable with skipper with a gun uh but but okay like uh we <laughs> uh it, it's i don't know it's it, it feels like a really collaborative uh uh uh, thing they were doing and they were just starting i think so to your to answer your question yes that's that's really what we're looking for i don't know if it's an art movement but uh it is a movement for sure <laughs> thank you pablo and and great question too uh synchro i will sorry i didn't realize i'd cut you off because you did ask two questions if you want to very quickly ask your second half again and then pablo uh we'll close out if that's cool so yeah go for it all right, sure. Um, so the second part was basically the process that goes behind um, building the characters, um, characteristics, personality, their values that Pablo mentioned. Like, uh, I, I uh, a lot of trial and error. There's just a lot of uh, a what about this and what about that. I mean, I've been doodling these things for for almost a year. <laughs> And, and I don't know, some people might have noticed that I actually change, been changing the style a lot. And it's been just experimentation, you know, and it's been just like, hey, what about these proportions? What about, uh, what if uh, they believed in this? What if uh, the world was like this? So the process is just uh, uh, like a lot of different things and just like a carefully going back and just like a like uh, uh, iterating on the thing that you made and then iterate again and then iterate iterate until you feel like okay we're getting there this is it you know so uh, the process is uh, the process is messy <laughs> and the process is just like a keep iterating until it feels really good uh and 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 yeah like uh, I, I suppose that's been part of uh, the the process and just like involving uh, other people something just even when there's many people involved you just gotta make a call and say like no this is it this this is where we're going uh and then let the character grow over time if if it needs to awesome thank you and synchro thank you for such uh, lovely questions and thank you for your patience too um Everybody, that uh, is, I'm going to I'm gonna wrap it there in a moment, um, just to say thank you to my uh, co-hosts who have all buggered off into other spaces. <laughs> I knew that they all had six o'clock hard stops, but it just, uh, uh, yeah, I, um, I will, uh, hopefully they'll all read this or see this even and, uh, and know that I thanked them. Um, but really for me, thank you so much to you as an audience for coming and joining us. Um, but Pablo, thank you so much for taking the time out of your day to come and uh, share it with us. Um, we really, really love what you're doing. Thank you for uh, being so upfront and honest about the project as it stands and what you're working on. And uh, and we're all, I'm certain, really, really excited by what you're doing with Humankind. Thank you so much, Ben. And thanks, everyone. And, and just like for making, giving me the opportunity to, 
just talk. Great. Uh, and for being patient with my very long answers too. Uh, but, <laughs> thank but you. Always so considered, Pablo. I could listen to you talk forever. So thank you. And uh, it's been great to catch up with you. I'm certain that you will come and join us again at some point, maybe when uh, Humankind has has launched down the line. And Let's uh, we've do got, that. Yes. Yeah, I've got lots more questions. But thank you so much. Um, everybody, we've got some gray spaces next week. I think we've got Crypto Walkers next Monday, which will be a, a really, really exciting one. Um, I can't remember who we've got on Thursday. Oh, Big Time, Big Time Studios, which is an amazing game. So two two real gaming um, uh, projects next week that we're bringing on, which is uh, a nice a nice flip for us. Um, and yeah, uh, uh, thank you so much for joining us today. Um, I hope you all have wonderful days. And uh, once again, thank you to Pablo. Thank you to everyone who came up and asked a question. And thank you to my uh, co-speakers. Have a wonderful day, everyone. G.M. Beep boop. <laughs>